Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome to 2024. How outstanding is it that we get to a new year and we get to trade on Betfair again. We get to have another year of trading and obviously another year has passed. And this is a good moment, I think, to reflect on the past year of trading and talk a little bit about Betfair trading, talk a little bit about Betfair trading community and talk a little bit about the future moving on from that. So what's kind of happened this year with Betfair trading? Um, I think one of the biggest things that's happened is that I've seen a lot of traders move towards automation. You know, a lot of people who maybe were a little bit either skeptical or a bit wary of using more technology than they were comfortable with, have actually embraced it and have actually started automating strategies. And do you know the number one bit of feedback I've got from that is? That it has massively improved their discipline because you know they don't have to sit there now and watch the trade and think, oh no, I'm nervous. What if, what if it doesn't happen? What if the goal doesn't come? And then they've made mistakes. They don't do that, they have a plan that, that's automated, the bot places the trade for them, and happy days. You know, they're in a really good position because they're able to kind of take some of the mentality side out of the game. And I think that is hugely, hugely impactful. And so, especially people, anyone listening here who's got discipline issues with Betfair trading, if you haven't tried automation, it could change. It could change life for you because ultimately, you know, we see time and time again, the number one problem with Betfair traders is not that they're not any good, it's not that they don't know how to place trades, it's that they just lose their heads, right? The number one thing is that people don't like losing money, so if they're ever losing trade, they, they try and get it back, and maybe they do something silly that they know is wrong at the time, but it's, it's too tempting not to. And I think just taking that temptation away has been something I've noticed, because I mean, let's look at the forum on Betfair Trading Community. You know, the biggest threads now are, are the strategy threads and the automation threads. And they are like the biggest ones, you know, by far now, um, which I think is really good because I think there's a clear focus here. The focus is we want good strategies and we want to be able to automate them. We want to make this trading thing as easy as possible, but still get results. You see, that's an important distinction to make because I think a lot of people don't make that distinction. It's a mistake, okay? A lot of people think, oh, I want the easiest form of trading. But the problem is the absolute easiest form of Betfair trading, it doesn't yield great results because the easiest thing to do is just to go on your phone and place some trades randomly, right? Ultimately, you need to have some sophistication to what you're doing. You need to have a plan. You need to have a strategy that you follow. But once that's in place, you know, and you've got the automation there, it's very simple. And I, I was I was amazed. I mean, I tried automation myself this year, which is why I'm talking about it as well. And, you know, just the fact every day I woke up, just turned the bots on and let it run. And then at the end of the day, I saw my results. The amount of time that saved me, the amount of time that gave me back, um, it's quite incredible, really. And so I would say to anyone who's thinking about getting into automation or giving it a go, you know, this is a new year. And I always think when you get to new year, you get new year's resolutions. I'm not a big fan of new year's resolutions because people don't tend to stick to them. What I think is good and what I've done quite a lot is to try something new. Try doing something new this year. What new thing are you going to do? 
right? Because then it's not a resolution. You have to go, oh, well, I need to, you know, I need to lose loads of weight, and then, you know, you, you stop doing it after a couple of weeks. But trying something new, you could do that in the next week, you know, and then that's done. So that's an interesting one for me. That's definitely something I've noticed in terms of Betfair trading. The second thing is that I know that in the trading world and in the betting world, and, the, and especially for, you know, betters and traders who are brand new to it, Betfair has been trying to, I don't know how to explain this really, but Betfair has, has kind of, I guess Betfair's trying to make sure people don't lose their house betting. You know, people aren't betting more than they can afford to lose um, and people aren't taking silly risks. And I guess they're trying to kind of fend off gambling addiction, which I know some people will see that as a negative. I don't really see that as a negative um, because I've seen, you know, too many people over the years who get addicted to gambling and lose a lot of money. And then I go, oh, I wish you'd just reached out to me or spoken to me. We could have sorted this in seconds and you wouldn't have had this issue. You know, there will be a subset of people, unfortunately, who just cannot handle their money at all. And, you know, those people shouldn't be gambling. It's very, in my opinion, it's very simple. And, you, you, you know, you might say, well, Martin, why are you saying that? You know, you want those, don't you want those people to sign up? No, I don't. I don't have any interest in, in gambling addicts and things like that. What I have interest in is, is turning this into a career, making money out of Betfair trading. And if that's something you want to do and you want to treat it like a job and actually act professionally, then that's great. If you're just addicted to gambling, then you know you shouldn't be anywhere near Betfair trading, in my opinion. Um, so that's kind of my thought on that. Now, I know that Betfair will sometimes um, ask to see what you know people's pay slips or whatever to see if they can afford to bet the amounts they are. Um, again, I know some people don't like doing this because of privacy. I've I've had to do it in the past with Smarkets, not Betfair, um, and you know I didn't really have a massive problem with it myself. Um, but I, I I can see why some people don't like kind of that privacy element. What I would say is you know. I, Showing a pay slip, I don't exactly think it's uh, it's gonna you know it's gonna cost you anything. Do you know what I mean? I don't, I don't think you're gonna it's gonna land you in trouble. I think it's ultimately gonna help because Betfair will then go, oh, you can afford this. They'll give you that limit, or they'll they'll limit you if they feel that's necessary. Now again, I don't think limiting monthly deposits is particularly a bad thing. And you might say, well, mine, you know, how am I gonna get ten grand in to start trading with? Well, if you've listened to the podcast, you'll know that I never, ever advised anyone to do anything like that. I always advise start small and build your bankroll up. Don't take money out and keep building and building till you've got a kind of pro trader level bankroll. Then you can start to think about going pro. Ultimately, I never think it's a good idea for someone to just stick 10 grand into Betfair and try and trade with it. In fact, the people I've known who have done that tend to lose. The people who try and build from small tend to be the ones who win. You know, unfortunately even though I know I'm saying this to you, and I bet there's some of you out there who are going to still make the same mistake, even though I'm telling you right now not to do it. Um, and unfortunately, that's just the way of Betfair trading. You know, I know a lot of you want to you want to get there fast, right? You want to be a pro fast. But what I would say is that, you know, in an industry where there's a lot of negative press, where you constantly get things, you know... <laughs> I always find it really ironic. Does anyone find this ironic if you listen to talk sport when they talk about kind of, 
you know, gambling addiction and, oh, there needs to be more restriction and Premier League clubs shouldn't have gambling sponsors on their shirts. But then, you know, every two or three adverts in an ad break is a gambling company. Um, or they get a gambling, someone from the gambling company on their show to tell us what to bet on. I, I'm, I mean, this this always beggars belief to me. And I, I, was, I was ill uh, the other day, really sick. So I was in bed for like 24 hours and I couldn't sleep. So I literally just had the radio on pretty much all day. Oh, it was interminable. But they kept getting people on. And I think it was a Sunday and there was some football matches on. And, you know, it made me laugh because I think Betfair came on at one point, someone from Betfair, and they told me what to bet on. Um, which I never really understand why a bookie tells you what to bet on. You know, like, you know, it's it's kind of like um, it's kind of like if you went into a casino, or no, let let's say if you played a hand of poker and you're playing against someone and they told you what to do, would you follow their advice? Would you do what they were saying as they're your opponent? No. So it always amazed me with a bookie, and then I think you know a couple of hours later, I can't remember who it was, but let's say it was someone like Betfred or someone. Then their expert came on. And the funny thing was, he gave different advice. So I realised if you'd actually listened to TalkSport for two or three hours in a row, which I guess most people wouldn't, but if you did, you'd have literally got two different tips on the same match from different companies, you know, with being on the show. And it just always beggars belief to me. So, uh, yeah, always take that stuff with a pinch of salt, guys. Um, you know, I mean, one I remember that did make me laugh. I think it was something like, oh, yeah, you want to have a look at Man City to win to nil against Chelsea because they've done it a few times. And then the game is 4 all. <laughs> so, and uh, yeah, it, it's just it's just one of those. But going back to the point about affordability checks, it's a difficult one. You know, in an ideal world, we wouldn't need them. We wouldn't need affordability checks. And I know that you know, in some ways I'm, I'm torn on it myself because I'm like, oh, it's a bit nanny state. But then I'm like, you know what, some people do need help. Um, I've got a friend actually who uh, he self-excluded himself from Betfair a few years ago and he just cannot get back on it. And he's just absolutely gutted now. Um, but, you know, at the time, obviously, he needed to do that. So, you know, they have those things there for a reason. I never want to help gambling addicts be trade more and bet more I don't want them to do that I want them to go and get clean and get healthy and and probably avoid it I, I don't know if, if you're an addict if you can ever really if you can ever really come back and do it sensibly I think maybe of automation but I don't want to say that because I don't want to feel you know responsible and this is another thing right um one of the things with Betfair trading community is that we've never really been about just trying to get members at all costs oh yeah just come sign up and you know whatever um i don't care if you're a gambling addict i don't care if you you know you're losing thousands of pounds at betting no those kinds of people i'm kind of like guys just don't do it just leave it because ultimately this is a career to me you know this is a career to me and as much as the job you might be doing right now if you're working or or the job that you have you know, if that was costing you thousands instead of making you money, would you would you tell people to come and join you at that job? You know, and, and that's the thing for me. So, yeah, and I get it. We'd get more sales if we did it the other way around, but it's not really, that's never really been my main interest with Betfair Trading Community. 
it's good to have members because it means we can carry on we can keep you know spending the money we do on research and development and all the software that we provide and create and uh, you know I love the fact that we've got the unique software that kind of is what has raised us above all the competition thankfully um, but you know I, I never take that for granted and I never think that stuff doesn't matter and that you know you are well you should just get members no matter no that's never going to be our style um, so yeah the affordability one is a big one that's one that I think a lot of people have been annoyed about this year again it could be a positive and a negative maybe it's a gray area thing for me I'm not black or white on it um, and I feel like that's important I think that you know there's a lot of things in life that aren't black or white we know we, we kind of live in a world now where you're either right wing you're left wing or you're very you know you're either brexit or you're not brexit you know everything's black and white and i feel like i want to live in that world where the gray area is back because i'm very i see myself as very much central you know and i'm not right i'm not left and very central you know and i feel like with these with these restrictions you know they're doing it for a reason right you know if you're if you're only earning you know i don't know like 500 quid a month and you're betting a thousand pounds a month there's a problem right unless you're pro unless you're making loads of profit there is a problem and i think that it's really really important that they do try and do something about that is this the right way to do it i don't know right but that's that, that's definitely been one of the things from this year now on to more betfair trading community focus stuff for the second half of this podcast man i'm excited this year um so as you may or may not know and, and we've tried to sort of uh we've tried to sort of keep a lid on it but not talk about it as much as as we would normally as we did with the horse racing software but we are developing the football back testing software and again like with the horse racing what's happened is that it started off with something small something fairly simple Adam's adding and adding and adding stuff and basically to the extent that it feels like I mean the stuff he's shown me so far it feels like I could pretty much do anything I wanted with this software and it's just a massive undertaking um, I'm hoping it comes out this year I'm really hopeful um, that's why I'm talking about it now because I believe it will come out at some point this year um, hopefully for next season maybe because that'll kind of make be a good place to start wouldn't it if we get it out kind of august september time but we don't have a timeline that's the other thing to say as well we don't have a timeline on it so um and i think that's important because adam's developed a lot of software for us in the past and you know if we if, if he has a deadline he never gets anywhere near it because he's always having he's one of these creative people he's always having ideas or he, or what he tries to do maybe maybe too much but what he tries to do is fit in what every member wants so you know he'll get a request and i go oh can i do this in software okay i know you can't but we could add that to the next bit we're doing or we could add that to this massive upgrade we're going to do on the football and adding in the back testing so i'm mega mega excited about that um one thing we've got now which is cool is that betfair bot manager we've actually got a link on their site so that's really cool um, nice to be recognized obviously by such an esteemed automation program as BF Bot Manager. We've got a link to them on our site as well. You can actually basically create a strategy, put the name in BF Bot Manager and literally it will import your selections each day for you automatically. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, that's just fantastic. When you are talking about automation, so that, that partnership has, has excited me in so much as, you know, um, it's just great. It's just great to kind of cooperate, I think, with other people as well. You know, um, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of companies that are in this sector um, and a lot of them aren't really rivals like Betfair Bot Manager, which is doing something very different to what we do. Um, but I'm much more a collaborative kind of guy. And you know that, right? I'm much more about working with people than working against them. Um, so I'm never going to be the one who's just slagging off other people or anything like that or trying to knock down my rivals or competitors. And it always makes me laugh because we've had a few you know, smaller companies try and do that to us. And uh, yeah, I mean, again, I don't know what, what they try to achieve there um, because ultimately, you know, we're not going anywhere. <laughs> it doesn't matter what, what anyone does or says about us. And also, you know, kind of that theory of here's my thinking. There's a great quote from Breaking Bad, one of the, one of the best shows ever, right? Probably my favorite TV show of all time. And Mike says to Walter, when Walt's going on about, oh, I know what Gus was making when, when Gus was killed. Sorry, spoiler alert, by the way. If you, if you haven't watched Breaking Bad and you want to, just skip a couple of minutes. But, but Walt's just killed um, Gus and, and Walt wants to make the kind of money Gus is making. But obviously Gus had all this distribution and all these other networks in place that, that Walt didn't have. And uh, Mike says this great quote to him when Walt's complaining about not making enough money. And he goes, just because you shot Jesse James, it doesn't make you Jesse James. And again, that's kind of my whole philosophy with that. Why would I try and take down someone else? When that doesn't even mean, you know, just because you, even if you are successful, doesn't mean that, you know, all their members, all their people in it come to you. And in fact, I think that's actually very unlikely. So, yeah, it's interesting. Um, it's been an interesting year. It's great to have that kind of collaboration going on. Um, and, you know, we've done a few bits with some other, other traders as well. And another thing I'll say, because I got a question about this in our 10-year anniversary video, and if you haven't watched that, it's on YouTube. We actually had our 10-year anniversary. I'll speak about that in a second. Um, but, yeah, one of the questions I got was, would you be interested in interviewing, you know, other pro traders? Now, we did have one from Steve from It's a Mugs blog. Fantastic guy. Um, if you want a copy of that, just email and I'll send you a link to that. It, but, but it's one of our podcasts. So if you go on the podcast, um, well, you're on the podcast now. So, you know, if you scroll back, it's quite a way back, um, but you'll find it in the titles. Now, interestingly, you know, we've done that before. If anyone does want to come on, if any of the pro traders and things does want to come onto the podcast, have a chat, um, you know, let me interview you. I'm not going to bite your head off. I'm not, again, I'm not about, I'm not going to try and take you down or anything like that. It'd be good just to have a chat about trading. Um, one of the first things I did actually, which, which kind of made me famous in the Betfair trading world was when I was invited onto the Betcast podcast. Now this is, you're going back probably about eight years now. Um, but that was kind of the prestigious podcast at the time where, you know, if you got on that, you were big. So Ryan was on it, Calm Berry was on it, Peter Webb was on it. Um, so I was just, you know, over the moon to be invited on that, um, obviously. You know, and again, I feel good about that. It feels good because of, you know, my history of Betfair trading to get recognised. Um, but, you know, yeah, fantastic experience for me. So, you know, if you are a trader and you do want to be interviewed, um, and you do want to have a conversation about trading, 
then uh, that would be absolutely fantastic and, and and I'll set that up and we can do that. So uh, yeah, just get in touch with me if you want to do that. It's info at betfairtradingcommunity.com. Um, but yeah, so so yeah, I would be interested in doing that with people. I did get asked that question. Maybe we'll get something like that out this year. We want to do a really big interview of Adam actually um, because he hasn't really done anything on the podcast and he doesn't do a lot on video. He is an a phenomenal trader um, and I can tell you that firsthand because I've seen I tell you what I reckon the amount of money he's paid in premium charge is more than most of you well definitely more than most probably more than 95% of you earn in a year right it's crazy how much he's paid in premium charge but it's crazy how good a trader is so I think that would be a fantastic um, fantastic podcast episode to get on the site um, but yeah uh, we had our 10 year anniversary and that was fantastic we give out some prizes you know which we really enjoyed doing and the fact that we've we've just been here for 10 years we've grown every year and it's not stopping you know the, I've always said the best is yet to come so it's just been such a great journey and the thing is, I love the fact that you guys, you know, you're part of Betfair Trading Community, you're part of our family now, and, and it feels like I know so many of you really well, and obviously I've met up with a few of you for coffees and things, and, and that's been great. Um, but yeah, and, and, and to see, I guess what's, what's made me so happy over the last 10 years has been seeing so many people go from either losing lots of money trading, or kind of just about breaking even to becoming semi-pro or pro traders or even what I always think is a fantastic ambition when someone just just becomes at the point where they make enough money to go on a good holiday every year because that ain't easy anymore right crikey I've looked into Disney and uh, if you're going to Disney you're doing well and uh, one of our members actually did uh, through their winnings which uh it just, it just even that excites me because you know you can go semi-pro and pro but sometimes it's just about the you know going on a good holiday creating memories with the people you love um so to be able to provide that to be able to do that for people it's just something so special to me and i can't wait for 2024 i think it's gonna be a phenomenal year um, I'm still doing a lot of work on the strategies on horses on football. I've been I've been manually backtracking um, football strategies. There's three of them in particular. I've got another two on the side which uh, I need to get a bit more data on before I release. But yeah, so I've been manually tracking five football strategies. They're all showing a lot of potential. Three of them are already shared and have done really well. Um, I guess I guess what I'd kind of leave it on with the strategies as well is that what I've noticed from doing that kind of back testing is how even the good strategies will have, you know, ups and downs and sometimes really bad downs. And I feel like what I've noticed is that even if a strategy's made a lot of money and then it has a little bit of a dip, people's inclination is to panic or to go, this doesn't work or this doesn't make me, you know, and it's like we forget what's come before and we forget that, yeah, that's variance will happen. And I've seen a lot of people kind of give up on things when they shouldn't. So maybe that's something to look into in 2024. Don't give up on something that's made you money just because it's had a rough patch. Um, I think one of my strategies didn't win for about three months, you know, didn't have a winning month for about three months. Um, but it had pretty much every other month. And then it started to pick back up again. Now, if you'd been trading those three months, you might have given up on it. 
So it's an interesting one to kind of leave you with. Anyway, guys, I hope you have a phenomenal 2024. Most importantly of all, I hope it's a profitable year of Betfair trading.